Strap on your boots, throw that title over your shoulder, and stumble to the middle of the ring for a double choke slam from the Brothers of Discussion. Mike, how are you doing today? Come on! Do I, do I sound excited enough? No! Woo! Crank it up to 15! Yeah! All right. <laughs> oh man, it's the holiday season, and boy oh boy, did we get a gift last weekend from wrestling. We got. Oh yeah, we did. We had our. It was uh. Our expectations what? couldn't have been lower for the. Was it Night of Champions? Was it the Clash of Champions? Was, I don't yeah, know. What was that pay per view called, Mike? We the certainly we didn't know. Did a whole episode, and we were reviewing uh, a pay per view that happened years ago. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. We we like to do that. We like to go into the vault and uh, review pay per views nobody remembers. How about that? Yes. That's that's what happened last week. If anybody missed that episode, don't even bother. Going back, be very confused about this identical card for a move for a uh, a pay per view with a different name. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but man, uh, nailed it. Yeah, there's well, uh, there's real quick. Let's uh, make sure if you want to tell us, uh, you know, if we're putting in the wrong pay per view in our uh, episode, you can well, let that us definitely know won't happen again. On, uh... Like the the Royal Grumble <laughs> is coming up in January. I'm really excited for the Royal Grumble. I can't wait. <laughs> It's a lot of. It's uh well, the the way you can let us know though, <laughs> it's gonna be on uh, Twitter at bod podcast. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook using that same uh, handle at bod podcast. I found out you could do that on Facebook, which uh, is pretty nice. Uh, and of course, uh, if you're listening to us on SoundCloud and you prefer iTunes or any other streaming service, uh, we're on there, uh, except for Spotify. Uh, so probably shouldn't even say that. Uh, but yeah, find us find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah, suck it, Spotify. And, uh, yeah. Woo! Yeah, Woo! suck it. Um, All right. Apparently, we need uh, more listeners. Hey, hey, that's not Spotify. fair. No. <laughs> See, Spotify, how are we supposed to get more listeners? If you won't let us get one. Yeah, you got to give right. us something to get started. <laughs> this is... Well, this, this is... Uh, this has been a good start to the show so far. I think, I think I'm think i juiced up. I feel like the authority had, uh, is holding us down, man. Do Mike, do you want me to bore the audience into letting them know what a red eye is? Because I'm actually quite jittery right now. I'm bouncing on my chair. Uh, after having mine, it's uh, black coffee with a shot of espresso topped with more black coffee, Ooh. and um, I can feel it in my heart. <laughs> feel it uh, in your fingers. <laughs> I can feel, feel it, it in, in my toes. <laughs> yeah, a little love actually reference for the holiday season. All right. Well, well, here's another one. It just feels like I'm getting constantly. Uh, chopped by rick flair right now right on the chest oh wow um i can't do these when michelle is here who is a uh big big <laughs> fan of the program doctor oh right yeah um because <laughs> she's afraid they're gonna kill me and uh it actually <clears throat> i'll be honest we were talking on the phone to prep the show as as any professional would do 
and I only started feeling it once we hit record. So now this this should be nice and fun and jittery. It'll be yeah. It's the only coffee you need is a little brothers of discussion. Woo! So there's that bean shortage in 2020 with the <clears throat> with climate change. That that it's true. It's happening. It's damn true. You just turn on some BOD. Oh, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so what, we got what are we, we got a lot first we got here? a lot to unpack. Uh, we got a a a poorly named paper. Wait 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 wait. We have a lot to unwrap. Oh, because it's our special holiday episode. Ding, 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 just kidding. Ding, ding. I just thought of saying that right now. Um, Mike, unwrap unwrap the first subject or um, thingy. Oh man. Well, gosh dang it. <laughs> I think the thing that's most exciting this week in wrestling is that WWE has confirmed that while we don't know anything about the names of pay-per-views, we do know what's going to happen at the Royal Grumble. Because, for the first time ever, there's going to be a ladies' Royal Rumble match! Woo-hoo! I'd like to point out who announced this a couple weeks ago. Uh, Was my fellow brother of discussion. And if you want proof... You can go back to episode. Go into the archives. Episode three. Yeah. Open up the Brothers Proof of D. Open the vault and look at the historical documents that prove we knew it. We called it. Yeah. That either proves that if we're we know the business so well that we could see it. Just I mean, looking into the crystal ball that is our minds, or. The WWE is listening to the brothers of discussion to get their next big idea. They're in a board. What are those? They're two? in a boardroom right now. <laughs> Why didn't they come out with an episode? We didn't we know what to do. do. Oh my god! They're two days late. Wrong SmackDown. We're terrible. We need help. Brothers Shut of discussion. No boss. <laughs> All the live events. We're just gonna have to do the same matches. For cancel, cancel. 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 <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we have we have a women's Royal Rumble, Mike. I I think it's uh it's it's overdue. It's amazing. I I mean we are we've already talked about how great it would be for the women to get this like legitimizing everything that they do. It, it's it's good for the women. women. It's good for us. Yes, Royal Rumble is well, yeah. my favorite event of the whole year. You get to <laughs> yell at the TV. It's a drinking game. You get to count down to ten a whole bunch. What could be better? Yeah. Who knows who's going to win? Is it the guy that he's got his chance? He's coming in at number seven. He hasn't won a match all year, but, you know, maybe he got a hot uh, drop kick on somebody. Probably not, but anybody can win these things. You know, is it going to be the person who's pushed really hard? Is it going to be Roman Reigns winning the men's and women's Royal Rumble? Possibly. I hope so. We don't know. Anything can happen. Number number 30 comes up. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine the heat Roman Reigns is going to get? <laughs> when he double clotheslines Nia Jax and Asuka over the top rope. Woo! If he went in there and just, you know, like the post-interview was just, that's my yard. Like, that would be... <laughs> Can you imagine him cocking pull, the fist to give a big Superman punch to Asuka? Aww. <laughs> he was flying out of the ring. <laughs> oh, Poor man. Asuka. Oh. Well, I mean, we, we have opportunities now. Um, not that we want to get into it today, but we, we could talk about, you know... No, wait, I mean, we have two Royal Rumbles that we get to gush about. You know, who's going to win, who deserves it. 
Um, I think we could talk about who deserves it today, but um, I, I think the deeper we go in, maybe we'll get a little bit more story. Uh, we'll, 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 we'll probably see, you know, what, 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 it'll become more clear what will actually happen here. But before that, um, and you know, maybe, maybe there's <coughs> rumors out there already that, you know, other, other podcasts like to get into where it's, you know, well, we already know from, you know, a Meltzer report what's going to happen at the Women's Royal Rumble. That's fine and dandy. You go enjoy that. We don't want to talk about that. We want to talk about some storyline. We like, but Mike, before we even get into who deserves it, um, I wanted to talk about is is there a right way or a wrong way to do this? Because uh, I I think I think there's a line here um, that can make this an awfully hard pay per view to watch. And we've we've talked about this for all the big uh, brothers of discussion fans that are out there. Um, I'm pretty sure there's only two people that have listened to every episode. Uh, considering the numbers, but <laughs> you—it's you, <laughs> one guy who likes to listen yeah, to things more than once. It's probably uh, me. But um, <laughs> that's weird. They live in the same city I do. Um, <laughs> that's my IP address. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, the, the the thing I'm coming up with here, uh, and again, we've we've talked about it before, is what what is the proper way to do this women's Royal Rumble? Is it? going to be watchable uh to 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 do two different royal rumble setups and is it important to make sure that it is exactly like the men's royal rumble to to ensure its legitimacy or do we worry about fans getting bored of having to watch 50 maybe even 60 people come to the ring the same way on the same night <laughs> yeah that's Man, that's a lot of energy yeah. you got to put into that. Um, Cause I feel like emotionally, it's it it can be pretty draining uh, to go through the whole ebb and flow of the match. You know, because not everybody's a, a huge you know huge right. pop. Um, and that's why, like, obviously we don't want to get too too into it. Cause man, we still got to do six six weeks worth right, right, of shows. Right. But uh, that's why I really think this is this is going to be a really really special event. Like. It's not just going to be ladies currently on the roster. You're going to get some real, I think, um, exciting returns and probably a debut. Um, I, I like that. Like to really yeah. get you buzzing. I, I, um, and I, I mean, we've got. I think we've, pro- we've probably got names that have already been in Royal Rumbles before that we'll see pop up. Um, I just spoiled who I'm thinking. <laughs> Because there's only one left. Um, ooh, maybe I should delete that. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, are you referring to like yeah. a like a Beth Phoenix? <laughs> of course. Well, at the at the uh, announcement of the news, uh, Trish Stratus was was tweeting about where's her boots. Where oh yeah, boots at? I I think I, I think it's that's it's, it's safe to assume, depending on how many women are going to be in this rumble. Like once they announce that number, then we can actually. You know, we could get get an Excel spreadsheet going, start doing the numbers. Uh, let's see, there's going to be 15 or 20 women in this, and we have one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven. You know, like like once we can start to plot. You know, who who deserves to be in this match? How many open spaces are there? Let's play the same game that we play on the men's side and try and figure out. You know, how many fun surprises will, will there be, um, and and who's going to ruin number 30? Like that. 
that game will be fun to play. And I, I, I think, I think definitely. I mean, there's, there's people in the system already that, uh, you know, are coaches and trainers and have done their reality shows that should probably be in this Royal Rumble. It, it's, uh, it, it's definitely going to be fun to, to dissect. Um, Trish Stratus is definitely one. Beth Phoenix is definitely one. Uh, you know, you got to think about who's who's going to be up for it too. Um, Lita from, I mean, I, just just from a straight up guess. Um, I think. Oh man! Like, here's the here's the only thing. Um, this this is this is going to be this is the first one ever. And what's a little confusing is when they announced it, like Alexa Bliss was standing there on Raw. So is she going to be in the Rumble with her uh, belt? Uh, that that was a little confusing. I don't know if they just wanted the whole ladies yeah, division out there. Yeah, I mean for that's the probably the case. But... I I know what you mean. That that's that's definitely that was a little confusing. <laughs> and for, and further because of the you know there just aren't as many um, like female options. Is there still going to be title defenses for the ladies belt? At Royal Rumble, you know that because that what, what you, also is interesting is is this going to be Raw and SmackDown? Because if you put the title on the line, then you're you're moving women over. So that I mean that's another interesting element. Um, it's not anything that you know I I would say causes confusion or makes this difficult to dissect because that just means somebody moves rosters. But um, you know, are both titles on the line? Is this a number one contender element? Um, are there two different? Because man, that card that card could really be stacked if you're looking at you know two two men's title matches and two women's title matches and two rumbles, and you still got to do something so with tag teams and you know potentially intercontinental title and the U.S. title and there's you know small time feuds like. Well, How start, long is this Royal Rumble show going to be? I got the, uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, <laughs> like I think it starts at seven, uh, is what it said in the email. Um, but you know that that's we've we've had tickets to the last what five Royal Rumbles. That's changed. That they they send out the email the day of, and it's like, oh, whoops, show starts at six. Hope you're there. And that's why you get <laughs> you get people complaining on Twitter like, wow, I can't believe nobody showed up to the Royal Rumble for the first two pre-show matches because the doors doors aren't even open yet <laughs> the doors um, were locked yeah <laughs> these people in pittsburgh don't care about wrestling anymore um <laughs> yeah um but uh i i think the the royal rumble uh as it usually has the shorter card but they they could definitely i i think they've proven they have no problem starting the show earlier um because they i mean they always have I feel like they always have like a tag team match that the guys will also be in the Royal Rumble. It's no problem, uh, but they'll do a pre-show tag match. That's that's happened the last few years. Uh, that's where we first saw the New Day, um, and they started to they they, they were getting booed at the that's time. That's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> Boo! Uh, but yep. there, there's. There's the possibility that this is going to be the longest Royal Rumble, but I think there's a better chance that they eliminate the two ladies' title match, uh, matches. I, I don't. I don't think that's. I think it's more likely those get eliminated before they do a five o'clock start time for the Royal Rumble. 
Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's we, we probably don't need to see both of those, but um, it would just be kind of weird that, like, the, the two, arguably the two bigger, you know, female stars, Alexa and Charlotte, are not going to be included in the first Women's Royal Rumble. Because um, that would definitely be two big pops that you're just not going to make available. Um, are they going to do some sort of stipulation where, say, maybe, like, if the champs win, they don't have to defend? Some, I don't know, some goofy thing like that. Just so we at least get to yeah. see them, you know, fight at Royal Rumble. Um, uh, that's yeah, there's a possibility. Um, and do you think it, that they're going to set it up kind of like, um, because you were saying, you know, Raw and SmackDown, um, do you get to, are you stuck, like you have to fight Charlotte, or you have to fight Alexa, or do you make it where, you know, you get to choose who you battle? So you're kind of a, a free agent Yeah, I now. feel like that would be, that would be more fun, and it, it definitely opens up their ability to write, like, the next, the next storyline, you know, like, uh, it, it, you hate to, to set something up where they're, they're, you know, I mean, they write the show, they can do whatever they want, but, you know, don't, don't put yourself in a position where, you know, you're you're taking away opportunities. Put yourself in the position where anything can happen. Have anybody, you know, anybody can win. Um, I'm not I'm not saying to the extent of of Charlotte and um, Alexa, which that actually be that'd be kind of nuts to do. Uh, um, you know, champion versus champion, and then have a double champ. I mean, that ruins everything. Don't get me wrong. It's it's a it's a dumb idea. It would just be kind of neat for the one day, but. <laughs> um, but I mean, I mean, you, yeah. you know, you kind of see what I'm saying. Like, don't don't start putting too many rules on this. Um, if you can keep it obtuse, then you can do you can do whatever you want later. Uh, I th I think that's that's definitely the easier way to go. Uh, a, a better way to go right now for their writing. Because uh, we've we've complained about it already on the show how they they've stifled themselves. So let's let's. We'll ease back on the rules, and they can they can pretty much walk away and do whatever they want. Um, I will say, you did bring up all the different title matches. Um, I think before we, we get into what exactly those other title matches would be, we should give thanks to what's setting up all of SmackDown's title matches, which was Clash of Champions. Uh, hell of a show. I, uh, I'm not sure if my two followers were excited by this, but I said that was one of the best pay-per-views I've watched all year, um, especially considering my expectations for it. And listening to the two of us talk about it, you could probably guess I wasn't super excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was easily our dreariest uh, episode. It felt like somebody uh. just died um, just thinking about that, that pay-per-view or special event or whatever you want to call it. But that... That was one of the first times I, I really, like, I put my phone down. I was just, I had I had eggnog, and I just sat back, choked down some eggnog, and watched that whole show start to finish without, you know, I, I didn't even want to get up to use the restroom. Like, that that show really, that was that was fun to watch. I, and I, the outcomes I, at the end, I think that's when you know it's a good WWE show, and that's, that's, that's a good like hot tag question for another day but you know where, where the outcomes to me mean less because the matches were so good i mean we've walked away from pay-per-views being pissed about different outcomes uh talking about randy orton you talk about your randy orton 
uh, talk about your Roman Reigns. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, when, when you can watch a match and it's just so much fun to see, you know, what's happening next. And I think, I think obviously, uh, we could talk about both of those tag matches. And that, that was the thing we talked about in the last episode, how excited I was for them. Um, but they they did not disappoint. Even the uh, even the Bludgeon Brothers destroying uh, Brizango, I I loved every second of that match, and it was it was and them destroying Brizango. I, I it's it was weird. So the tag teams have just just uh, like this yeah. has been as fun as like when you and I were little and we're watching you know the Hart Foundation battling like DX uh, just. Just excited. That's like our favorite favorite segments, and for us to get you know a couple of tag team matches in one night, uh, it it was just it was, yeah. What I think is WWE at its best. Um, I mean, the highlight is probably the tag team title match. Um, it really looked like a could have been a cluster um, with having representatives from each team being out there in the ring. It right. makes sense on paper, you know, because they would always do those goofy matches where you can tag anybody. Like why? Why would you potentially let another right. team be the legal tag and get a win? Stupid. And then they showed us, well, that's why we do that. Because yeah, there's, it was, there's it was, people all it was over the ring uh, to look like... It actually looked it, it looked like 25 minutes into a rumble where people are just laying all over the place, taking yeah. naps, watching other well, people the, do those, spots. Those, the pinning uh, situations. Yeah. When it worked, <laughs> when it worked, yeah. And that's why I think... Um, one of the MVPs of that pay-per-view, um, as far as really letting us get a get a taste of what he's capable of, oh my was gosh. Chad Gable. Yeah. Holy mackerel. So, it, I mean, we love Brock when he does his, his German suplexes. Um, but Brock is, good God, like 6'3", three, almost yeah. 300 pounds of just muscle. I don't think the man <laughs> has an ounce of body fat. Uh, Gable just... Could he technically be on two hundred five live? He might. He might be too heavy. He's. He's not a big. He's not a big he man. Might be too heavy with all that muscle. He's um, yeah. He wasn't. He wasn't just doing. He wasn't just doing German suplexes like Brock. He was doing deadlift German suplexes. So picking you up. Like taking control of your body weight, adjusting it while you're in midair, and yeah. then doing a German over his own head. So like. When Brock is doing Germans, the way he sets it up, like you can kind of push off with your legs. The way Gable was doing it, you don't—he yeah. doesn't get any help <laughs> from that wrestler. Like that's a deadlift, and then up and over. Like deadlift, take a breath, adjust your hair, and are, then are we go over to have your head. Start saying pound for pound, the strongest guy on SmackDown. Just to compare it to Cesaro on Raw. Just that uh, that comment that uh, Michael Cole always throws out there for Cesaro, but that I mean that's what that's what Chad Gable, that's what he fucking did. He was crushing it. <laughs> yeah. If that guy could just learn anything uh, on the microphone, anything, man, I, or to think, uh, I see. I know he's uh, the poor guy because I know he's not big, and they don't like to give non-big guys, you know, belts and opportunities, things like that. Um, but man, just to, at least for one night, we got to see why he's in the WWE. You know, he he got to have the the spotlight. He was he was throwing my boy Rusev up over yeah, his head. That incredible. big E. That was. At least, that was at least to show stuff. why you know yeah. if, you, if you needed anything oh. where you were hopefully nobody had the thought before the show started that you know 
why do they need to force a four-way with the with these teams? I mean, if there was any of those questions, that shut them up. That that showed why they expanded this. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you want to call it a rivalry, as the Usos and the New Day continue to go back and forth. Um, Usos still hanging on to the title, uh, but just just that element to show that every corner of that match was was legit and i think i think right now we're uh, i i want to move into uh, a hot tag question because we, we sort of touched on the other tag match but uh i think there's i think there's some parallels uh, so this is me prefacing my hot tag question uh in regards to you know how how raw does on their wwe championship matches and smackdown um does theirs there's just it's gonna be big because it's your heavyweight title however universal wwe whatever you want to call it it's the heavyweight title on that show um there's there's going to be interest in it no matter what you do so that being said you look you look top to bottom even even on the on the women's side i think i think you have great talent going either way um and now that even the storylines on both of the women's side are extremely mirrored um so can a tag team division, especially looking at SmackDown, is that is that where the show, is that where a show can grab the viewers as the better show? Can a tag team division do that for you, Mike? I think it can. Um, like I, I am, I am, I would say arguably. Uh, between, like, what kind of storylines they've been putting out there for the the singles matches, and I part of it is you know with the belts involved, you know we've been having to deal with the Dolph Ziggler's, the Jinder Mahal's, who are not, who haven't been written super well um, on the microphone, um, and I think with the tag matches, you have been writing some pretty interesting segments yeah. like they've they've been really funny if you want to look at like the fashion police if you want to look at rusev and aiden um if you want to look at the bludgeon brothers just really getting a, a pretty cool push um a pretty cool gimmick they still haven't upgraded those uh pieces yeah. of ring attire i'm not quite sure what those are um but uh like the drama can can sell itself you know that's the that was always the magic of tag matches you know that you know yeah. putting in that tag if you will um yeah the, like the matches have been good uh the writing's been good i think the, the uso's been knocked out of the park the new days been you know maybe is is they're 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 the next act that can really transcend out of you know wwe you know you could see them mm -hmm. doing that with video games uh getting out there and hanging out with other athletes and celebrities doing that kind of stuff um i think that's definitely a selling point and i think What's funny about you making that comment is the tag team wrestling makes me want to watch SmackDown every week, and for Raw, I'm not quite there yet, just because we're still kind of leaning on, you know, the Shield and, you know, the Bar, which is still, for me, an awkward tag team. They're talented, but I still feel weird not seeing Cesaro and Sheamus be able to be their own, you know, singles entities. Yeah, I mean, it, it, but, uh, yeah, that... that Smack, yeah, I was just gonna say SmackDown wise, that that definitely inspires me to you know turn well, it on it, on Tuesday nights. To me, I was I was listening to uh, Stone Cold's podcast, and they brought up that that famous 
uh, what do you want to call it? I guess uh, exchange of of dialogue between Ted Turner and Vince McMahon when when Ted Turner calls Vince and said, uh, you know, I'm in the wrestling business, and then Vince McMahon says, that's great, Ted. I'm in the entertainment business, and and you bring up like how funny and and entertaining these tag teams are. It's it's just any one of them comes on and I, I they have an element that's um maybe saying they're all funny doesn't make sense for me to say they're all unique but I, I think there's a unique element to each one where they can they 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 like if it's rusev day or brizango they they are funny in their own way uh i think they're very different ways of of entertaining us especially you know the new day is very unique um and now you, you know you talk about Gable's making his tag team interesting just by his pure talent. Uh, and then the Bludgeon Brothers are you know they're the new brothers of destruction. Uh, it's it's uh yeah it's one it's one hell of a division that's it's very diverse in its its character set and it's not just when you look at the Shield versus Cesaro and Sheamus you're just looking at four good wrestlers in the ring that uh i guess have built their character around just you know we're we're tough and we can we can beat you up and they they kind of i don't know they kind of both go about it the same way i know i know cesaro and sheamus do try to be uh kind of funny but it it's, it's maybe it's getting stale for me uh i don't know uh, it's well, it's like they've yeah. they've taken it as far as they can. I mean, there's no question that they're the, probably the two or stronger guys on the roster as a tag team. Um, I mean, literally, like right, right, right. like muscle strong. Um, uh, but here's here's what I think is interesting. If Royal Rumble comes along, and you know, there's there's no Intercontinental match, there's no U.S. title match. I'm fine. But if we don't get a tag match, I'll be disappointed. Like that's how good it is. I'm I'm looking forward to see what they have, inst- you know, have planned for us, coming up here. Uh, yeah, and in, I think in January. that that point is amazing because, well, I mean, the last time I could think of an entire division having a rivalry, and forgive me here if this is blasphemy, but like correct again just correct me fans go ahead to twitter go to bod podcast and tell me i'm an idiot at bod podcast the last time a division had a rivalry like this i was gonna say well like hard- top to bottom it's like competitive it's not just you know usos a new day it seems like there's you know four five six teams that you legitimately want to watch and you feel like man you know they're one you know one uh three count away from being champions it doesn't feel like right. they're all just fodder for the usos you know give them well, something here, to here's do what until i was gonna say again i was gonna say this um, is as great as and, th- and this could be setting up for a huge wrestlemania uh hardy's dudley's edge and christian yeah it definitely feels like there's like that much right. um depth it definitely feels like there's that much rooting interest where the crowd's right. not like waiting for their favorite anybody guy to can come hold out. the title. It seems like, um, and you're you're yeah. gonna say, oh wow, like it's not just, you know, they're not just gonna give it to 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 Gable and Shelton because they you know they need the the more you know more of a push right now. Like it's it's gonna look legit. Whoever wins 
the next, you know, if it's another four-way, if it's if it's just a number one contenders match, the next team that wins just it's gonna look like it's a real fight, and they were just they were the victors. I, I it's 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 exciting to me. I, I, kind of a thought that just popped in my head. Um, yeah, what's our next segment? Yeah, um, it's something. Yeah, I was just gonna say it looks like something where. Um, you know, in the past in like NXT, they had those tag team tournaments. Um, you know, we've already had like the cruiserweight European champ, uh, tournaments. We've had, um, I think that's, that's it. The cruiserweights European, um, ladies, it's something where it, it almost feels like we have enough depth now. I wouldn't mind seeing like almost a main roster tournament and I would have rooting interest and I'd really be like, yeah. Oh, that guy's out. You know, um, it's just it's been really fun it's a it's a real highlight i i hope in some capacity i want to see what these guys have in store for us next at the rumble um but yeah one thing i wanted to touch on oh it's gonna be my first hot tag segment i like so see, it's, it's a little I'll, I'll outside the box before you ask your question um, this is how great the smackdown tag division is is yeah. it's already created three hot tag questions but go ahead <laughs> yeah so this these past couple weeks we've had a major movie release Woo! for the disaster artist that's right the biggest movie release in the um, last couple weeks <laughs> well it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird story it's a movie about a movie that was a major failure and only was in theaters because the guy who wrote it directed starred in it put so much of his own damn money into it to make sure it, it somebody saw it that's like so, me in the podcast. Uh, Go ahead. <laughs> this guy who created it, it's it's not the best movie. It's probably the worst movie you've ever seen in your life. But for some reason, it's it was a drama that just everything was poorly executed and it turns into the funniest movie you've ever seen. So that's called The Room. It stars Tommy Wiseau. So here's my thing. I want to bring this back to wrestling because... Uh, this amazingly terrible movie released, you know, over over ten years ago now. It's gonna get wide release into theaters. And you know what? When you watch that disaster artist and see the making of this just absolute piece of garbage called the room, you get inspired. You see a guy who, you know, did he really have that much talent? I don't I don't know. He had just more go get him. There's this awesome line in the movie where he's, you know, saying, just go, just do it. Just come on, just go. Don't even think, just do it. And I would just bring that back to wrestling because I definitely think that my hot tag question, <laughs> one of them this week, is that there's guys on the main roster who definitely deserve what I would call the Tommy Wiseau Award for just do it. Just go do it. Who cares? It's a terrible gimmick. We're going to give you all the worst ideas possible and just see if you can make it work. <laughs> now, I think this award previously yep. could have been called the Damien Sandow Award for all the crap they put that guy through, making him dress up as Magneto and being a damn stunt double sidekick, just, you know, taking bumps from himself on the outside of the ring. Bless his heart, I missed well, that man his in his biggest WWE. challenge was to um, make himself legitimate in TNA, but go ahead. 
I'm just kidding. I'm gonna blame TNA <laughs> for that. So it was a long-winded explanation. If you haven't seen the room, just if you do seen it. The disaster artist, go do it. It'll inspire just you. Just do it. Just go. Just go. Um. And I want to give credit to Mr. Alexander Rusev because I think he should definitely win the Tommy Wiseau Award for just being given absolute crap and making it work. Uh, he was told to, to make it work with uh, like the Rusev, Rusev Day. He was told to just go out every week and call himself <laughs> Handsome Rusev. Uh, he would just sabotage holidays. My God, he had, you know maybe some of the worst tag team partners imaginable. He was with, like, Jinder Mahal before Jinder was Jinder, and they just did kind of a weird 80s, you know, classic racist tag team. Um, yeah. You know, with the xenophobia. And he made it work. And this past weekend, at the pay-per-view, people were going crazy for him for Rusev Day. And if those cheers weren't enough, by God, come Tuesday, people were working clamoring for more rusev day losing their minds for this guy as he he and his tag team partner were dressed up as santa claus and a snowman and had to take bumps onto piles of pancakes and by god rusev made it work i am so enamored with this character and his enthusiasm and his ability to just make absolute trash work because of his enthusiasm i i'm a big fan I really hope we get to see more of this guy. I know, I know he's going to be in this gimmick for a little while because it's working. It's going to make him some money. He's going to sell some Rusev t-shirts. But, man, 2018, that better be the year of Rusev because that guy is freaking earned Jesus. it. So, Matt, you can echo, you can All right, echo I'm ready my for the sentiment. hot tag question. So that, wasn't, a, that, was, a, a that was a hot tag digression. <laughs> That was a hot tag digression. That was a hot tag college thesis on Alexander Rusev. Matt, you can echo my sentiment. If you have another candidate for the Wiseau Award for just go, just do it. Just make it work. Please, throw that, throw a name in the hat. Yeah. If you can top Rusev, if you just want to throw in a favorite Rusev well, moment, here's the, it, the floor is yours, I thought, my friend. I agree. That tag team has nailed it. But what you failed to mention was the guy who goes out there every week and is told to sing a stupid song and he just does it <laughs> on the first day of Rusev day my true love gave to me I mean how, how deep did he go into that did he <laughs> right he did 12 he days an encore because <laughs> they were waiting too long to send out the next <laughs> tag team so he was just like oh fuck it here we go again on the first day <laughs> the next tag team starts like that together those two guys must have just met up in the uh, it has they there has to be some portion of this was the two of them getting together because to get that sort of commitment, they had to have some some input. That that gimmick is, I mean, it's so incredibly hot, but it's just so incredibly stupid. Like, if you think about it, I'm not, like, just, 
I love it. I love every second of it. <laughs> like, like com com comparatively, like the, the Hardys were going to be like, yeah, we're going to be Team Extreme. We're yeah. going to fly off of stuff. You know, like the Dudleys. Well, our gimmick is we put th people through tables. All right. Rusev, uh, English, what do you got? Well, I'm going to sing a weird song, and then he will come out and say, <laughs> Rusev Day. <laughs> Solid gold. Right, All right, right, let's give him two I, I segments can, I a week. I legitimately say it's it's stupid because it doesn't make any sense. Like, it's almost like yeah, Rusev Day. What is it? Yeah, it's it's just Rusev Day. It's no, is it's it, every. Is day. it like a certain day or <laughs> no? It's like it's like every day. Well, we we already have New Day. Yeah, but th this is I this know. is Rusev Day. I did it's totally that different. This weekend of like, <laughs> wait a minute. The, I, I guess I shouldn't say this weekend because it was just on Tuesday, but the two of them interacting, and I'm like, um, should that, shouldn't they have come up with, like, something more, I don't know, like, just have the new day versus Rusev day, just, it's, it's, it just seems like, like, that, that just takes it to a whole other level of how much sense this actually made, where it makes zero sense, there's just... Yeah, like it can't it can't have been something that they're like this is gonna last a long time. It's like they have Seamus and Cesaro are the bar. It's like Rusev and Aiden English come out and they're the pub. Like, no, we already have that, and now we're just now nah, we're just gonna keep doing it. Are we gonna have other so. day groups? I don't know. <laughs> well, hopefully they'll like maybe that was them attaching themselves to the new day, so they'll be like the Russos, and then they'll be like the. I don't know. It's the Rusev police. It's just, <laughs> yeah. The like, Rusev it'll just, police. It'll be something that once everybody gets bored of Rusev Day, they'll have a whole new T-shirt where they're the Rusev brothers. You know, I like I like the Russos though. Russos. That would be. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I guess uh, I, I, as as it goes uh, uh, to say that there's a Tommy Wiseau award. Um, I think the, you know, the fashion files are, are definitely something where it was just two dudes that I have fully committed to, to a gimmick, but we, it's not, it's not we, as successful, uh, even though it's lasted longer. Uh, I, I, you look at Aiden English and Rusev and you see them as legitimate tag team championship contenders. And Brizango is just, they're just silly. They're little silly billies. They're making their, their jokes and <laughs> getting beat up by the Bludgeon Brothers. So that's, I mean, that's why I can't. Is that just because it's Fandango and, and Tyler Breeze, though? Like, they're just not, you know, big dudes like Rusev or, you know, Aiden is such a unique looking dude uh with this <laughs> ghostly complexion and strange yeah. kind yeah, of balding definitely. i think uh he kind of looks like he looks like a skinny indie cesaro like he looks like <laughs> back before cesaro was in <laughs> wwe um but uh yeah uh i, I wanted to touch on that because I, I think we got to give credit you know when my god like the the commitment it takes to do these awful gimmicks to just be in that writer's room and be told that this is what you're going to do. You know, AJ Styles is going to cut a promo about being a superstar. Uh, Aiden, we need you to take a face bump into a pile of whipped cream and pancakes. Um, and as far as, like, comedic timing, if you haven't watched the whole segment, when you get to see Rusev stack up those pancakes, Aiden apply the whipped cream, 
and Rusev just very, very articulately placing <laughs> one cherry on top of that pile of pancakes. It was it was it was masterful comedy. Yeah. It was like watching Mr. Bean. It was it was perfect. Um, if this leads to Rowan Atkinson doing a guest host of WWE SmackDown, <laughs> please let that happen. Uh, that would be pretty great. But uh, with uh, with the holidays, uh, literally days away now, uh, another right. hot tag segment for you. Um, so it's gift time. It's gift giving time. So, yeah, Mr. Matthew, my brother, if you could do one, one gift for a wrestler, we'll do we'll do three wrestlers apiece. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna have to name a wrestler. And then the other brother of discussion will have to name a gift for that wrestler. Something, not necessarily a hilarious gift. Um, yeah. In the the pre-show segment, we talked about what if we just gave silly gifts to wrestlers? Like, what if Braun Strowman? I gave him a pogo stick, and he was hopping around downtown, <laughs> Connecticut, at Vince's office. You know, putting uh, putting holes out in front of the old uh, Lexus out there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm like, that's hilarious. <laughs> um. So, all right, Matt. So we're gonna do a little Christmas gonna... giving here. So it can either it can it can be a silly gift. It can be something to help their career. Just kind of a little more you know lighthearted okay. hot tag segment here. Um, I'm gonna give you the first name. It's oh, it's geez. probably gonna be the toughest name on the list. I want you to give a beautiful Christmas gift. Oh man, to Mr. Jinder Mahal. I don't, I don't even think he celebrates Christmas, so he'll be he'll be a little surprised that well, you I mean, included him in the festivities. After this week but, on the photos that came out, I think he's going to need a bra. But uh, I don't know if you saw his little tits that are ooh. forming. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I saw that. That happens. Maybe it's a, getting old. Maybe a syringe. No judgment there. That happens. A new one. Uh, ooh. <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to make any allegations, but, man, see him and AJ in the ring, and AJ's... I mean, it's hard to even look away from that beautiful hair, but, man, gender just covered in bacony. Uh, that's not yeah. usually something that's not attributed to some sort of uh, extracurricular. Uh, yeah, hopefully not. Hopefully it's just a lot of creatine. I don't know. But, yeah, one gift. Um, well, one gift for Mr. Gender Mahal. I'd like to think that... Uh that he i mean that he's not going to completely disappear because i i think i think his opportunities at uh at the title are, are run short and he's gonna have to you know they have to create some sort of storyline to, to build him up so here's here's what i'm gonna give gender because i i think we both agreed that you know when he first got going and he wrote his own promo that went well so there's passion there's yeah. talent um, you know, I mean, the passion's there because he loads himself up <clears throat> stuff to get himself ready. Uh, and you don't just do that. <laughs> you don't just make that decision. Um, okay, right. I'm going to stop <laughs> making sure that our podcast gets shut down. Um, but what, what I'm going to give gender is either a very, very good performance at the Royal Rumble... Ooh, does that mean bottom four? Does that mean eliminating somebody? I'm going to say that involves both of those items to have a very, very good performance. Or I want him to almost win 
Ed. No, I, I, I'm giving gift. him his gift is a very good performance right, gifts, at one of the gifts. next couple pay-per-views. Um, it's it's got to be either that or he gets right. moved to to Raw, you know, or you know what you know what it is you know what it is you know what it is. You ready? What is? I it? take back everything I just said. <laughs> Maybe we give Jinder the newly vacated U.S. title. Hmm. That's Ooh. what's under Jinder's Christmas tree. Hmm. Did is it vacated or did Dolph just leave it to get to get later? He'll pick it up later. I don't know. It's gonna happen. So, uh, I, I did, I did uh, request that in this segment that we kind of do a little back and forth here. So, uh, yeah, go ahead and your name, your wrestler, and then I'll think of a beautiful, okay. thoughtful Christmas gift for him. Mike, Mike, can you... Whenever you're ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you never gave me a time limit, so uh, let me think of the whole roster. No, I, I had one in mind, but now I'm... Especially because you said him, and then it was like, "Yep, I can do this." Um, Ooh. Mike, she's okay. fallen down the roster, I think, quite a bit. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure oh, if she's hurt. Oh, Bubba. Uh, right. I haven't seen anything, but maybe you can correct me on this. But Mike, why don't you, why don't you give a little something, something to uh, Miss Becky Lynch? Oh man, that is a good choice. I just thought it was um, funny too. Where you're like, "What am I gonna woo. give my guy? Which, which Mister Wrestler <laughs> should I give a gift to, um, Matt? <laughs> Please." <laughs> this is a this is a good one because she's literally oh. <laughs> the total package. She's a she's a yeah. incredible wrestler. She's great on the mic. Uh, love her gimmick. What does she need? She needs. I, goodness gracious, I don't want to. I don't want to piggyback off of the uh, the Royal Rumble idea, but man, because she's not gonna be. She's not gonna be in the title picture. Um, that's man. That yes. Is good. Oh, you stung me on that. <laughs> Looks like you missed uh, the hot tag. Woo! Looks like I'm getting my ass kicked in the middle of the ring. Whop, whop, whop. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that's the result. <laughs> yep, just a squash match there. Yep, I'm I'm pouring a little yeah, brothers I'm pouring a little Tyler Breeze coming in, and Fandango's looking the other way. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, wow. Uh, I mean, dang, she she. Oh gosh, that is a tough one because she's she's got everything. It's just. There's there's only right. so much and, to and go it's, around. It's not like we can um, look at her and say this is this is a WrestleMania main eventer, uh, but it but it's also it's a weird it's a it's a weird thing because right. she she she's the but total I, if package. She was the she's main got event, everything. I wouldn't be upset by uh, that. If it was Charlotte versus Becky Lynch, that works. Why not? All right, all right. Here's what I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm. Cause she 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 really is the total package. She doesn't need to prove anything right, to anybody. Is... Um, 
This is where she doesn't need a belt to be interesting. She doesn't need to win the rumble. You give the rumble to somebody who's you know brand new coming in or who needs that that monster push. I'm gonna say that she just needs an opportunity to get some face time because um, maybe an affiliation with a maybe a start a ladies tag team. Because um, we haven't done that before. If we want to do some more um, firsts for the ladies, you know, they're doing Money in the Bank, they're doing Royal Rumble, they're doing Hell in a Cell. We have the depth now. We could get away with doing a tag team segment. So what about Becky Lynch and another female? Maybe she could be the first women's hmm. tag team champions. And you know who I'm going to put in her tag team? Because I feel like she's also definitely fallen off the map. Um, I'm going to put Bailey in there. So this could be this could be a cross brand. So it's 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 right. yeah, because they're definitely you know not going to be shy about that with that. Um, yeah. You know they just released the the teams for that, that Facebook event uh, inter intergender. Um, so I mean, why not also you know start to get to a point where you know we have enough ladies, we got to figure out some way to get them on TV. Uh, maybe something where we can actually have. Um, a cross a cross show female tag team championship and who would be you know more more capable than Becky Lynch you know being one of those tag team partners with the belts um, you're gonna get solid segments you're gonna get um, good matches and man should be able to cut promos and you get her TV time and you get three other ladies tag team time at least in those matches so I'm gonna say we're gonna create a Jeez. belt for Becky Lynch. <laughs> we're gonna do. That's what we're gonna a do. Belt, a show. We're gonna create a, a freaking. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's that's my present for her. She is, she's worth it. We got enough dang girls on the roster that after the Royal Rumble, what do we do with all of them? Uh, we are gonna create a freaking tag team division, and Becky Lynch is gonna be <laughs> the linchpin of that division. <laughs> Boom. That's that's my gift, a new belt. All right, so um, another another somebody who who definitely needs a little help here. Uh -oh. um, I'm gonna make you think of a gift for our good buddies, the Good Brothers. Oh wow! The club. You know what they need? They need to be moved over to SmackDown. And maybe this hurts their characters at first, but people need to know how funny these guys are. And they talked about it on the podcast I was telling you about. So I actually, this, this you know, if you were trying to stump yeah. me. Unfortunately, I just did a bunch of research yesterday. <laughs> so what, what yeah. they need is, because uh, I don't know if you know that they came up with that uh, Southpaw wrestling. That was, that was their thing. Uh yeah, so I I oh, love really? that like that that was legitimately awesome, but nothing told me that was their idea and plan. So <laughs> what they need is another opportunity to do something like that, and and I I say move them over to SmackDown because I have the perfect tag team for them to feud with or partner with. Ooh, it's Breezango. Okay. These guys are already dominating the WWE.com. 
uh, with their fashion files. Uh, so that's that's like the number one watched program on WWE.com. Um, that's just like a you know I, I don't know how you term it because they're not you know you, you don't put Monday Night Raw or SmackDown on there and you're not counting the pay per views because technically that's the network. But when you're talking about free shows on WWE.com, Fashion Files is number one. So, I say we mix in the club uh, and let them be themselves. And if they're on WWE.com, they can do whatever they want. They don't have to worry about USA saying, no, you're, you can't say those types of things. Let them do what they want. Uh, let them venture out, outside of the normal WWE. So, essentially, what I'm gifting them is an opportunity with one of the funniest tag teams in the WWE right now. Guys that will fully commit. And two guys that I know would fully commit to work with the club. So they get uh, either, I don't know if you want to call it a feud or if if you if it would work better if they were just buddies. Um, kind of the same thing that they're trying to do with, um, help me out. Um, oh my gosh. The tag uh, team you, that works on? with Bree Zango right now. That, uh, no, no, no. <laughs> The no. Bludgeon Brothers? Uh, they they look like LOD. Uh, oh, my God. Thank you. Yes. Oh, um, the Ascension. <laughs> right? No, I got to find this and edit it out. Um, no, it's funnier when everybody thinks we don't know wrestling. So, <laughs> so put the club <laughs> in that. I, I think they have more opportunity on SmackDown. I, I, I know Raw has more viewers, but at this point, I, I, don't, I don't think the WWE cares about that anymore is is that is that oversaturation though with all the com like comedy tag well teams that's all in one one this show? is taking into consideration that smackdown is building up these other tag teams and wwe will want to move some of them to raw so move the club over to smackdown keep breezango over there they're doing great 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 work just they're huge um they're doing they're doing good work uh <laughs> and it's, it's just an easy fix, I think, for the club. I, I don't think it's oversaturation of, of the tag team division you're seeing um, because guys will move. And uh, as, as fluctuations happen, I think they've just shown that there's more freedom in SmackDown and uh, there's there's more opportunity. And if, if you're going to legitimize a tag team, have them be in the division that people care about. Don't just have them struggle and keep losing uh, to, to try and... To try and become legitimate against Cesaro and Sheamus, which they've kind of built up as like an unbeatable tag team now. Um, put them in SmackDown. Boom. Fixed it. That was a long answer for yeah. a hot tag question. I think we, we've definitely gotten away from what hot tag well, was supposed to be, but Mike, why don't you give me a long answer? Or did you want to comment on that? Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, uh... Because I was gonna say the the club could probably just maybe use a leader, um, and maybe that's how you can kind of do a twofer and get Balor back in the game. Because um, we don't we don't really have any prominent three three you know anything more than two people factions going on right now in WWE. Um, and Finn has just kind of been floundering. The club is definitely not even being on the map. Um, it's give all three of them something to do. Um, It'd give give Finn some muscle, uh, give him some some backup. Um, and for whatever reason, they they, they <laughs> I don't know what they're doing with 
one of the greatest wrestlers on the planet. Uh, but it's it's not showcasing him to make him look strong. So uh, maybe trying to cheat a little bit and go with an you know an act that's that's worked you know overseas. Um, but I think that'd be a nice nice kind of gift for both of them. Um, maybe it's something you could set up too at Royal Rumble where they kind of back each other up. You know, give us a a cute little moment there where they can you know maybe wage war against some other some other people um i don't know but uh you got to get uh, one gift out of me the uh the present question or just a mixed uh, bag it, it, i mean there's just, i i could give you you know give Dolph Ziggler just give Dolph Ziggler a quick gift and then, and then maybe we'll move into a new hot tag question that i just thought of uh, Dolph, I give him his early release so he can go. <laughs> oh my god, I was hoping you'd say that so bad. <laughs> so he can go to Japan or something. There you go. Just kidding. Um, Alright, so all right. new hot tag question. We we gave gifts to to some of the wrestlers here to make to make their next year a little bit better. Uh, based on it still being Christmas time, what what were you hoping that's that's under the tree in regards to tickets to any show? Mike, what show would you want tickets to? Are you is are you trying to get a late Christmas gift in for your no. fellow brother of discussion? Nope. You already have uh your your Nakamura jacket that says <laughs> Strong Style really... is already wrapped up and ready to go. Dang it, I really wanted some Nakamura fruit roll-up pants. I love those red <laughs> fruit roll-up pants, let me tell you. No, it's the jacket. Um, the jacket is the same. It's a fruit roll-up jacket. It's the one he wears. It's just, it's really ugly. It says, like, instead of it just being red, it says Strong Style Nakamura on the back. It's hideous. Ugh. Yeah, but, um, Mike, what what show, if you could pick any, would you want tickets to? Um, and, and And it could be, you know... Maybe maybe we, I know you want to go to the Royal Rumble, so pick pick another show. Okay, outside of the Royal Rumble, or even based this, on the past the year, which show do you wish you had gotten tickets to? Maybe that's a better I, question. I think easily, this this like number two event for me is not SummerSlam, it's not WrestleMania. I would say it's actually the Monday Night Raw or SmackDown right after WrestleMania. I was hoping that's what you were gonna say. Good for you. Um, <laughs> like, if you had done that this year, you would have gotten to see like Nakamura's main event. I mean, uh, main roster debut. Yeah. Um, you know, or you get to see the arrival of the revival. <laughs> um, that like, my favorite thing with wrestling is like when you're there live, just doing all the crazy chants, and you know, it's it's interactive theater, which is uh just it's a rare medium in the entertainment world it's it's usually you just kind of sit and consume entertainment um but wrestling you are actually engaged you in some way have an impact on what happens in the show um and part of that if we're going to throw one more uh one more plug for seeing the room you you should watch that with a big group of people when that wide release starts because it's another spot where you get to interact with this movie and cat call it for an hour and a half and throw plastic spoons at the screen Look it up, people. Um, but yeah, if, if you if I had tickets under the tree for WrestleMania, I'd be like, oh, that's pretty cool. We'll probably be in the two hundredth row. Um, but if you if I had tickets, 
to see that Monday Night Raw or the SmackDown right after when they basically reset the storylines and we get debuts from you know some minor league guys. That that is my favorite show of the year after Royal Rumble. Good answer. So you you bought me some of those, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> well, we were thinking about going uh, for the bachelor party, and then uh, you know, our stinky buddy, who's probably listening right now, <laughs> doesn't want to do any wrestling. So, you know, maybe next year. Yeah, maybe one year. Maybe <laughs> one year. All right, but uh, yeah, you got anything else for us this week, Matt? Um, I have some other questions, but let's uh, let's save those for another time. Um, Leave them wanting more. Yeah, we, we've got some juicy ones. Um, you know what we didn't even go over was what we promised two episodes ago, was how we fix the Royal Rumble and make it uh, still exciting and that we don't have a finish we already know is coming. So I will say that's coming the next episode, I absolutely promise. <laughs> and I just realized that. Um, we'll, we'll try and this, uh, there'll be a schedule soon. Uh, there's also a website coming where you can read, uh, the thoughts and opinions of your favorite brothers of discussion. You'll get the link to that. Uh, you can even see show notes and things like that of that nature. That'll be fun. Um, but, uh, Mike, that is all I have. Any, uh, anything from yourself? Well... At the close of every show, I like to do some of my favorite sound effects, like the classic Nakamura. Come on! <laughs> I also like to start at work. Uh, I will do an Asuka. Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> but nothing can top the Roman Reigns. Ooh! Ah! So I'm good on this week. Uh, always a pleasure. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, Matt, go ahead and throw out the uh, info for them to get in touch with us one more time. Yep. Don't forget to uh, follow us at BOD Podcast on Twitter. Uh, we're Brothers of Discussion on Facebook, but you can also find us with the same handle at BOD Podcast on Facebook. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and enjoy uh, your holidays, and uh, you'll actually hear us one more time before New Year. Woo! Woo! Bye! Boop!